It's Whitney and Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back and gals. Guys and gals. We are always excited that you're here. It's a new week. All the new things we're talking about. We have a really great topic. But before we get into that, Whitney, how's the week going for you? It's been a week. It's been a wild, crazy week. So my kids started school officially yesterday. Which seems so so late, but good for you guys. Yeah, it does kind of seem so late compared to like the rest of the world, but it is kind of nice for them to start after Labor Day. I do appreciate that. One of the bonuses of Minnesota school system. But and then we got a puppy yesterday. Oh my God. Trying to train him and just do all the things. So it's been a wild, wild, like 24 hours. That is so fun. And what kind of puppy is it? He's a golden doodle. Oh, yes. We love love our golden doodles. Yep. And so Nova's going to have a play date. Yes. Or maybe a boyfriend. Yeah, maybe two boyfriends because her and And Hudson already like love each other. Yeah, she can have two. She can have two. That's exciting. She's in her like feminine energy. She really is. Honestly, getting the men. That's big stuff. I'm so excited for you. What a fun week you've had. Yeah. How's your week? Good. Got back from Colorado. I was over Labor Day at the Red Rocks for a Chainsmokers concert, which so jealous. It looks so fun. It was great. If you guys have ever have the opportunity to go to the Red Rocks for a concert, you should definitely go. It's amazing. But my week's been going good. I'm finally over that stupid sickness, whatever I had, allergies. So feeling better. That's nice. Well, okay. Is it just me or does it seem like these shorter weeks when you get like a Monday off always go by so much slower? Yeah, they. I feel like they do too. Like yesterday felt like it was Tuesday, but it felt like my Monday and it Mm -hmm. felt like I had so much more stuff to do for work because I was missing a day. So much more to do in like yeah. a shorter period of time. Absolutely. I'm just like, I know I feel very behind this week, but we're, we're going to get it all done. We're going to get it done. We're going to crush um, it. I know we Whitney will. has lots of content to make tomorrow. So that'll be yeah. fun because we have a hockey tournament this weekend. So we're not going to be home. Oh yeah. You leave Friday for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Nez cheer Friday night. So we'll leave after that. So I'm like, on the road again. <laughs> On the road again. That's Whitney's life. <laughs> Story of my life. Oh. I should just make that a hashtag. Let's do it. Put it on the um swag. We have all the swag ideas. Yeah, put it on the swag. Okay, should we get into our topic for the week? Let's do it, guys. Okay, this week we are going to be talking about feminine and masculine energy. And we'll kind of go through like a breakdown of each, how to like get into your feminine energy or masculine energy and just kind of talk about how it affects relationships and the roles that the feminine and masculine, like how they contribute to it. So yeah. And what we start with like talking about like the feminine. Yeah. So a lot of people, I feel like we did a poll. You guys didn't even know what feminine or masculine energy was. I think I mean, honestly, until like probably six months ago, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what, kind of what Whitney said, but, and we'll get into each one of them, but every 
even if you're a female or a male, you have both. Yeah. So e- everyone has both. Yes. It's and- just more about like finding the the flow of like what works for you and like what, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. But and I think energy- like, oh, go ahead. What? I was going to say, it's just like the energy, it's the energy that you give out to others and the world. That's what kind of what it is. And it, what is it? kind of stems back from what's the history of it was it like the Chinese culture kind of went oh, into the I think it I was. don't even know but I mean I feel like a lot of this like takes us back to like earlier times of just like how like society has taken us away from like what the gender norms are supposed to be and I don't know if gender norms is necessarily the right thing but like I mean, how women are supposed to be more of like the soft, like creative, like caretaker kind of people where men are like the more masculine, like provider person in the relationship. I obviously like relationships have evolved a lot too, but I feel like society has kind of forced like, especially women and Amanda, you and I can relate to this as being like single moms. It's like our society just like pushes like to be so busy and like so driven and you constantly always have to be producing something essentially I feel like I mean just doing research on this episode that kind of takes us out of our feminine energy when in reality like our goal should be to be putting out the female energy or the feminine energy or divine feminine whatever you want to call it it's all the same thing yep and that is something that I think we'll have to touch more on because I totally agree with you on that Whitney and society has I don't know if you want to say traditional values of a relationship or yeah the, I don't know the male what the proper like, word for that yeah, is. like I don't want to offend anyone but like just kind of the traditional values that a woman brings to the table and a man does they've really mixed that up in our heads and I think a lot of relationships are struggling because of this and we'll get into examples, but let's let's talk about the feminine energy. Like what are okay. characteristics of a f- being in your feminine energy as a woman? Okay. The first one that I wrote down, and I feel like this is like very important to like be in your feminine energy. So feminine energy more so goes with the flow of things and like lets the masculine more so take the lead versus like the push pull of like trying to steer things or like, okay, this didn't go my way. Like, let's do this instead to make it go my way instead of just more so like going with the flow and like seeing just how it plays out, if that makes sense. Or just Um, if there's an issue or something comes up, they maybe would let the man kind of problem solve it. That could be an area of it. Well, and that is definitely a masculine trait is the problem solving. That's Yep. I have following intuition, like women's intuition, mm -hmm. have amazing intuition. A lot of times as women, we forget to use that and being like warm and caring, obviously loving and supportive. Those are all probably you could say, quote unquote, more of the traditional caregiver stigma that floated around women. But it is something that is just in our nature and DNA on it. Right. Yep. No, and I kind of have that down too, like the soft, nurturing and grounded. But then she's also like strong on the inside because she knows who she is and she's not afraid to set boundaries is another thing that I 
is important. Like, I, I don't want you guys to get this confused with like, she's go with the flow and just lets people walk all over her and lets like the masculine take the lead. That's not what it is. It's more like she's confident in who she is, but she's also like able to let others like take charge. But then when she sees that there's something that she doesn't necessarily agree with or whatever, she's not afraid to set boundaries. Yeah. Allowing yourself to, I think if you're fully trusting and feeling fully secure in that relationship and yourself, you're allowing yourself to let those like guards down Yep, and be loved the way you should be loved. And also knowing your worth, like that's a feminine energy trait. There we go, Whitney. (laughs) Words are hard tonight. Trait is knowing your worth. And like Whitney said, not having strong boundaries still, but also having that like warm, soft heart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like, I mean, just like the, the logical side of things just really isn't there. Like you said, like she's more intuitive and she uses that to help her guide herself to like her highest like power or whatever it is, like Like her reason for being here. A goddess. I heard an example like that, like being in your true divine feminine energy is like being a goddess. And way back when, like those goddess, they, people would praise them and just bring them gifts and shower them with all the attention. And essentially like that used to be how it was The The woman was the prize and men were fighting and hunting and providing to win her over. And that has totally changed in society and not to go back to caveman days or anything, but truly that is how it was. And the, the best man was the winner. You know what I mean? Or won her and who showed her that support and love and respect. And so, yeah. Be a, be a goddess. Be a goddess. Hashtag be a goddess. Let's put that on the list too of yeah. hashtags and merchandise. One other thing too that is important to point out is she's very like emotionally intact and like present with her feelings and she uses her feelings and that intuition to guide her, not logic. Logic is very masculine and she's more of like a person who's about being not doing if that makes sense so like being like amanda was saying like being a goddess and like letting the masculine like go and do the hunting and like just letting them worship her essentially yeah and obviously we know that like whitney nor i want some man to bring us a dead deer to our house or go hunt a squirrel for us we're good (laughs) but when we say like providing and not that you can't provide for yourself because I feel like people are going to be like, oh, well, I'm a businesswoman. I'm set. Whitney and I hustle. You we know, get it. We get it. But knowing that they're able to do that and they want to do that, or at least they're trying to do that. They want you to feel like you're, you're going to be taken care of. You're safe with me. Right. Um, yeah. It's about feeling like safe and safe. loved and supported, <laughs> cared for, provided for. It's not just necessarily like financially. Yeah. And then when you're not in your feminine energy or your feminine energy is out of balance a little bit, you might have like some traits like really controlling or insecure about things, withholding your emotions, your feelings. Yep. 
those are kind of some things that maybe you can think about like, hey, am I doing that? Do I need to kind of readjust and refocus? Should we bounce into masculine wit? Yeah, that's I have I wrote down some quick tips too, like how to channel feminine if you feel like those. Okay. So basically if you want to get more into your feminine or you're wondering like which way you go, these might be helpful. I just have a few, but Okay, the first one is don't listen to society teaching us that like emotions and what we're talking about here is a sign of weakness. If you do or you're kind of like having that mindset, you're encouraged to explore where this viewpoint is coming from and how you think that that's serving you. Yeah. And then another one is start your day with a routine and this helps you ground your mindset and just center you for the day spending time in nature this is a huge one whether it's like doing yoga outside or going for a walk or like taking five minutes of your lunch break and just like going outside and breathing fresh air nature is pure feminine energy and i don't know if you guys know that or not i honestly didn't even know that so they say dark like if you want to go off of light i think they say dark is not dark like we're not talking about evil or anything, but the darkness. Like outside. Yes, outside. Like, like darkness is more feminine where a daytime is more masculine, they say. Really? Yeah. I, just, I didn't know I that. I just read that. Yeah. Another fun fact. I love Another it. Fun We're fact. just all learning all the things. Which I am a total night owl, so that makes sense. <laughs> Another one is be creative. So the act of like creating, whether it be like painting, cooking, like drawing, whatever, that's all feminine energy too. So try to tap into that. Or another one is journaling. It's it like releases this liberated, liberating feeling of like being vulnerable. And basically you're pouring your heart out and this helps you connect to yourself on a deeper level. Another one is going with the flow. And we kind of touched on this earlier, but feminine energy is just fluid and free flowing. So definitely something to think about there. And then another one is being around other women who are of the same mindset. Yeah, And I feel like, I mean, not even when it comes to feminine and masculine energy, but just in life in general, like being around women, like, I mean, if you are of this mindset, that's going to help you immensely. Well, and so, we, I'm going to, I'm going to give an example. We all probably have that friend. We all go through stages in our lives where we're like, we hate men, right? Yeah. Suck. All men suck, right? Or like even those days, like it ebbs and flows. Absolutely. But if one of your friends is like that here and there, that's not what we're saying. But like if but there are the women out there that are just always bashing men and they just don't see the value in a man ever. And probably because of a negative experience they've had, which girl, I get it. Yeah. It's Um, justified at at times. It it is. Get it. But again, healing yourself mm-hmm. and then letting yourself get back in that feminine energy is going to be so good for you because then you're going to get a real man. You're going to attract a good, real man. And we'll talk about the masculine energy next. So, right. Yeah. One, I mean, two things like if you are feeling like in the I'm in my man hating era, like journaling and meditating, I feel like are the best things you can do for yourself to help yourself like get back to your feminine. Because I feel like anytime like you are going through a breakup or a divorce or whatever, like you're in a man hating era, like that is a totally normal mindset to have. 
It's because I mean, I can speak from experience. Absolutely. 1000%. I was in like meditation for me is really hard, like quieting my mind and like getting to that space. But if you can get there, it's amazing. And I do think journaling helps a lot. Yeah, I, I agree too. And maybe some of the fluffy things that are more tangible, like if, if you're really struggling and is dressing up, putting on makeup, getting your nails done, doing something something that that makes you you feel feel girly girly and pretty and flirty and like eyeshadow that you like never wear or just something, put on some lipstick, get back to that, that girly place, girly, flowy, flirty person that you should be. Right. Because you're amazing. All right. Masculine. Don't ever forget it. You're freaking amazing. Masculine energy. All right. I will start and then Whitney, you can take over. So gives and gives direction, I feel like, and provides. Yep. I think that's good leadership, shows strength in situations are some of the things that I... And then you had talked about like leaning forward and leaning back. So if you like close your eyes, you guys, and you think about two people, male and a female sitting facing each other, like Whitney said, like the male is going to be leaning towards you and the female is going to be leaning back. This isn't Mm -hmm. like a a game or anything. We're not encouraging. Um, It's just kind of how it's characterized. Yeah. How the energy flows. Mm -hmm. And so when I say that man is leaning forward, he is, he's probably going to be the one like planning the dates and organizing trips or problem solving. Again, you can problem solve together, but he is going to be that like, he's like the doer. Yeah. The doer, that backbone of the relationship, of the, the relationship, right? Yeah, and like the masculine is definitely like the the achiever. Yeah, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, but I feel like the masculine. Well, I don't feel like they they are. They're guided more by like the logic and the reason side of things, where they're like capable of leading more like without feeling, and it's more like a thought process of like statistics and like that kind of mindset versus the the feminine is the polar opposite of that they lead more with feeling and like the masculine is more stable and predictable they're more like clear clarity focused and they have strong strong willpower and then one thing that i have here too is that they like to create structure and rules and i feel like that's very like what is coming to my brain right now is like a god and a goddess like you were talking about goddesses earlier like literally that is what i'm envisioning in my mind is this like huge masculine like muscly man with this woman next to him who is like just like a ray of sunshine yeah absolutely like greek the greek times like the emperor that's what i'm thinking too isn't that wild it is wild that's i was on the same page as you but those are it's kind of, and like we keep saying, like, it's hard. Honestly, I sit here right now and I'm thinking like how society has changed all of this for us. I know. And it's like, this is you guys, like when you're in your feminine and you meet a man who's solely in his masculine, that's when you're going to find your best relationship because the relationships work best when they're completely polarized. So when you're at 
the feminine end of the spectrum and your partner is at their the masculine end of the spectrum because if you're both masculine you're not going to be in your full authentic relationship because you're both bringing the masculine side of the traits of the relationship to the relationship there's no feminine yeah you're gonna have a lot of conflict right and I I think I wrote some notes about that too like just I mean if if there's masculine or like more masculine energy it leads to what was it oh I can't remember I apparently I didn't write it down but it's just you want to have different ends of the spectrum it's like the yin and the yang yeah and one is the yin and one is it I think the female is the the light and then the, the masculine is the yang yeah and so you want to have that like balance and did we did we kind of touch about like oh out of balance when it's out of balance like if you if a man is a little bit out of balance on his masculine energy and he has maybe too much feminine energy because remember everyone has both right he might be like cold to his emotions suppress things, avoidant, he lacks healthy boundaries. And this one I feel like is such a big thing in our society right now. Um, Men, I just feel like sometimes care way too much about what other people think. Like a man who's in his masculine does not give a shit what anybody thinks he's going to do what he believes in regardless of opinions of others. And he's going to like protect his, his people. Yeah. And that's, that is something that is the biggest turnoff for me and i would say like a man that per- doesn't protect you mean doesn't, or doesn't protect yeah yeah like loyalty and right but just when you really sit and think about it you're gonna this is gonna make sense or you look at past relationships you're in and you're gonna be like oh okay now that clicks right okay that mm-hmm. clicks when so, when you sit and start like thinking about this stuff and like going through like your current relationship or like past relationships, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Because even if you're a female and you're more in your masculine, you'll find that you are attracting men that are more in their feminine energy. Yes. Yep. And like vice versa. Vice versa. And I've been in relationships like that. Yeah. Literally same. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm in my masculine and I'm like, having to like do all the planning yeah pay hustle, all, like the bills of, yeah. yeah hustle take care of everyone plan everything mm-hmm. I play both roles caregiver yep. and showing the strength the backbone in the relationship and then the it's man, freaking exhausting too it's fucking exhausting it's like that is not what we want to sign up for ladies trust me we can speak from yes. experience no. and they also said this like I'm not bashing the boys, but you don't want a guy who you can be a caregiver and loving and soft, but you don't want to be his mom. And so there is a difference here. We're not telling you to be like submissive and stay at home and cook and clean and take care of the babies only. We're saying he is confident in himself and his himself, and he knows what he brings to the table also, and what you bring to the, the table. And it's, when you're both in your feminine and masculine energy that's balanced out, then you have this beautiful flow, this beautiful yep. bliss. Yeah. Um, and that that's like the perfect way to describe it too. And it's like, that's why like, and I know we've hit on this a little bit in other 
podcast episodes. I don't remember which, but that's why we always bring this up to like stay in your feminine because that is honestly how you are going to attract the best partner for yourself and the best relationship for yourself. Like cannot emphasize that enough. Yeah. Should we give some examples of like why maybe a woman would be, because I'm I'm sure people are wondering like, why would I be in my masculine energy or what happened to me that I'm feeling like I'm in that? Well, okay. I personally feel like if, if a woman is more in her masculine energy for one, like we hit on this earlier society and I feel like, I mean, for me, this is something I still need to work on because I am like, and Amanda, you can speak for this too. Like as a single mom, any single mom out there, like, I feel like we are a special breed if we can find our feminine and kind of stay in that because we are forced to be hyper independent. Like we, it's us and our kids, like our kids are relying on us. So just by default, we take over some of that masculine role. So it's, I mean, sometimes it's hard. It is absolutely hard when you're a single mom and you have to play both roles, you feel like. Right, right. So I think we should give some examples and talk about dating or being in a relationship and what masculine energy looks like because a lot of, we had people ask us that question. So we're going to, we're going to give some examples and some of these are examples that Whitney and I have personally experienced and some of them are cheerly examples for you. So if you are wanting to date a guy who is in their masculine energy, these are some things you should look for. Obviously confidence. He's definitely planning those dates out for you guys. Again, you can be a part of that planning and you can plan dates too, but majority he's planning. Especially Um, in the beginning. Like I would say like the first like three to six months, like he should be planning it. Yeah. My, my opinion anyways, like I think he should be doing it. Absolutely. He's paying for things more. Again, you can pay too, but he's at least offering. And then how about like first day? What are your, what's your stance? Should he pay or absolutely split? Okay. First see, And that's my stance too. Like if you want a man in his masculine, like he shouldn't even give you the option to pay. And I feel like that's such a hot topic, but like a man in his masculine is naturally a provider. So he should just like pay and not even give you the option to pay. Absolutely. Like you do not pay for my first date. Like that's the last date. Your first and last. Yeah. Opens the door for you. He also is driven and successful. So if that means in his career or his goals or his future, like he's excited for his future. He's excited for his career and what he has to offer. He he not only has goals, but he has a plan. Yeah. How he's going to achieve those goals. He's got his shit together. Like that is together. Shit is packed in the bag and he's on his way. Absolutely. Another thing that's more of a physical trait is typically when a man is in his masculine energy, he prioritizes his health and wellness. So he is wanting to take care of his body mentally and physically because that shows a lot of discipline. If you're someone who is working out, eating right, making good choices, 
you're not all about partying every weekend and smoking all the time and just eating junk food. That's you want someone who wants better for themselves. So that's a big sign to well, look naturally. For. Like if they want better for themselves and I mean, your relationship evol- or your dating evolves into a relationship, he's not only going to want better for himself, he's going to want better for you too. Absolutely. Yeah. You want someone who's going to want you to achieve your goals and accomplish the best you. So if you go on a first date, we're just going to say first date here and he pays, he plans it and he drops you off at your house and he doesn't wait for you to walk in or he doesn't walk you to the door or he doesn't text you after or the next day. Like the dude is not in his masculine energy. Like he should, he should be like, did you have a good time? I enjoyed seeing you. Like he should take that initiative to make that approach and lean into you first. Right. Yep. Nope. Totally agree with that. And also like, do not reach out to him because then naturally you're taking the lead and going into your masculine. Let him court you. Like yes. no matter how bad you want to reach out, do not. And do don't not do it. look at this as a game because there's a difference, lady. Yeah, this isn't playing games. This yeah. is like staying yeah. in your feminine energy. We are yeah. not about playing games. I no, hate we are not games. about playing games because this is just the very beginning. So you need to see what he brings to the table. Because I feel like a lot of guys now, I hear him say, younger guys, they're like, well, what does she bring to the table? Like, what does she have to offer me? And it's like, okay, I know what I offer. What do you have to offer? Like, it's such a cocky statement to say. It is. There was actually a reel that I, or not a reel, a TikTok that I saw of Steve Harvey. Like he was talking about that exact thing, like men saying, what do you bring to the table? And he is like, what do you mean? Women like bring children and the ability of you to like procreate to the table. What else do they need to bring? Oh my God. I love it. That's awesome. I know. Like some of his like dating tips and relationship tips are like so spot on. It's crazy. Say. I love it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, and honestly, like obvious, there's more that you bring to the table than just like having the ability to have a child. But like, I mean, but bottom line, I don't think a man should ever say that before they go on a first date with you. Like if they're saying to like, if I'm trying to hook up someone like a blind date situation be matchmaker and that guy's like well what does she bring to the table what does she have to offer me it's like okay dude like no we're good like you're obviously insecure you're obviously not in a good space right now and you are not in your masculine energy to make her feel safe and yeah so that's a ick don't do that And so if you are dating someone right now or in a relationship with someone, maybe you're married and you feel like your man is kind of too much in his feminine energy, there are ways that you can challenge him to get out of that a little bit and get more into his masculine energy. So again, take a step back, be like, I really want you to plan us a date or I really want to take a trip like surprise me and make, not make him, but give him the opportunity to do those things for you to put him back into that role. Right. And when you, even when you think about it, like think about all your friends in relationships, how many 
relationships can you honestly think of where the female plans the trips? Oh my gosh, yeah. Like majority Always. of my friends I feel Always. like that are in relationships do a lot of the planning. And it's like, nope, that's that's not my job. Like I want to be told where to show up, like when we're leaving and like yeah. let him take the lead on that. Yeah. And that is like seriously the hottest thing. So attractive. Any guys listening right now, I will tell you there is a minimal amount of women out there that will say that's they, unattractive. That's unattractive. Like if a guy says to me, Hey babe, like I booked us a weekend getaway. I got the hotel. I got this cool restaurant. Pack your bags. And I just want you to feel special and pampered all weekend. I'm like wet in the panty. Yeah. Like immediate turn on. Like, so that is like probably one of the hottest yeah. things that you can it do. It's so hot. And it's not controlling because if a woman's like, oh, that is so controlling. No, it's not. Like he's trying to. It's romantic. And it's he's romantic. like being. Yeah. Supporting you. He was probably isn't listening to this podcast. Probably let's not. Be honest. Or you're probably in your masculine energy and you're on your life, which we get it. We're not. Yeah, we totally not, understand. We that get that. We've been there. But yeah, give him some challenges. And again, step back and maybe just pull away, pull away a little bit and see if he can do that for you. And maybe that's something you don't want. But if that's something you want, and then if you're in the dating scene and you're not committed with children and stuff, this is what I'm saying. Maybe that's the opportunity to end the relationship and see if there's something else out there. Because honestly, like we said, if there is not that equal balance and that's what you're looking for, it's going to always have, you're going to always have issues in the relationship. Truth. Truth. Well, and like a man to stay masculine, he needs to feel admiration. He needs to feel appreciation. So, I mean, if he is doing this stuff too, make sure like you're like thanking him and making, making it known that you do appreciate it. I think that that is important. Yeah. We don't want you to be a snob. Well, right. And like, I mean, say he does go out of his way and like plans this whole trip, surprises you, like texts you Friday morning, you have two hours pack. We need to be at the airport at like noon, whatever. So say he books a trip to Florida and you wanted to go to Vegas. So you're like pissed about it, even though like he accepted the challenge that you asked him, like, do not like start criticizing what he did, because then he's going to be scared to do it again. Instead, like, thank him, be appreciative of the gesture of him, like going through all the time and effort. And I mean, maybe the next time then you give him the place that you want to go if there's a specific place, because I sometimes feel like there's this thing where we think men are mind readers or men think we're mind readers. And it's like, we're not. That's where communication comes into play too. Yeah. Yeah. And just show that mutual respect and you're going to be golden. I promise you. Yeah. Float right into that energy. Take advantage of that travel opportunity too, because it um, teaches you a lot about a person in a short period of time. Oh yeah, it does. Absolutely. All right. What else do we, oh, this is also something that I was reading about because I, we had touched base about this a little bit and I myself am guilty of this. I feel like I was in my masculine energy for a time there. And you might be thinking maybe you are, and it's probably maybe one of the reasons is maybe this resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't is that you were hurt or betrayed or somebody did you dirty as women we put up those walls and those strong strong boundaries to 
protect ourselves. So we're putting ourselves in that masculine energy where we're in control. We make the decisions like we can do it on our own. And we talked about the healing process and all that. So again, just take your time, make sure you heal and you'll get back there. You definitely will. And like having the self-awareness is honestly the first step too. And I, that's part of the issue too with, I think, just society norms is like we lack so much self-awareness too that like, I mean, a lot of people don't even understand like, it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And they don't realize, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. So it's affecting their relationship in ways that they aren't even aware of. So just be mindful. Do we have anything else on this topic? I don't think we do. I mean, if you guys have any questions, reach out. Always let us into a lot doing research yeah. on this. And I mean, it's such an interesting topic. And honestly, if you have learned anything from this, like we're so grateful for that. And like, don't worry about. I'm going to pause it. Okay. Sorry. Okay, Renny, I'm sorry. We had to take a phone call, Mom Life. So if you can edit that last part out and just blend it together. We'll wrap it up and then get into questions. Go ahead, Whit. Should we just go into questions? Yeah, we can go into questions. Okay. Okay, you guys. So this week we have two questions from you kind of pertaining to the topic of this episode. So the first question is, have you ever had a one night stand? Oh, this is juicy talk. Oh, juicy. It's so juicy. All right. Well, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Sure. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yes. Drum roll, please. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. And I'm going to say that and just own it because that's just. What did it lead? Doing. Did it lead into anything or no? <clears throat> no, no, it didn't. But I have had a one night stand and I will say that I lived and I learned. I'm not like super proud of it, but it, it did happen. And you do things when you're younger and you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. No judgment if you are someone that has had it or. Yeah. But just be um, smart about it. Yeah. Be yeah. smart. Always be smart. Use protection. protection. Yep. How about you, Whitney? I have not. I honestly have never have. Like, you're still young. You can still make it happen. <laughs> Let's go out tonight, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. I have my kids oh. and I am exhausted. But yeah, no, I honestly, I never have. Yeah, I feel like drinking usually is involved with one night stands. One thousand percent. I I don't know anyone. I don't think that has had a one night stand that wasn't drunk yeah. when they did it. Yeah, and I feel like all great things happen when you drink alcohol. <laughs> And nothing, what Whitney always says, nothing good happens after midnight. Or is that what your dad used to say? No, that's what my dad always said when I was growing up. And I'm like, I disagree with that because sometimes like even some of the like sober nights that I've had, like have been amazing after midnight. So I don't necessarily agree with that, but I get like what he's saying. But anyways, okay. And then our next question was, what was it? How many chances do you give someone? Yeah. So a listener asked us, she must be dating, I'm guessing. But how many chances would you give your new guy or this new guy you're seeing before you're like, I'm done? Yeah. Okay. And I guess chances can mean a lot of different things. But when it depends on what he's what he's doing, too. I mean, I feel like everyone, no one is perfect. Everyone is flawed. We are human. So always keep that in mind. But if he's like, 
canceling on you all the time or being flaky or wishy-washy about if he wants to even see you or not, I would say three strikes you're out. Like that's for me. Oh yeah. Even like, I think like canceling once, sure. Like I get it. Yeah. Canceling twice. No, that I feel like even like the second time is a little bit of red flag, but like I said, it depends on like what he's doing. Like if he's doing things that you absolutely don't like, like, is he cheating on you? Cause if he's doing that, I would say none, zero. Yeah. Cheating is a different spectrum. Doing like things that are like deal breakers for you. Then I would say like, no chances is he like eating hibachi eating hibachi is such an ick now after you sent me that tiktok people are listening or be like what does that mean but yeah there's we'll have to post it so Um, you guys get it but yeah uh, if he's like it's situational it's situational but but what what do they say if they are not making you feel special physically, mentally, sexually, spiritually, emotionally, all the things, then it's like, get your scissors out, girlfriend, and cut the strings. Like, cut that. Also, like, how long have you been dating? I think that comes into play, too. Like, if this relationship is brand new and you're already wondering that, I would say that's maybe a little bit of a red flag. But if, I mean, you're deeper into it and you've been dating for, like, a year, two years, whatever, then maybe, like, it's a little bit different, too. But you want to be his priority. That's important. So it just, I wish we had a little bit more information, but but that was we'll a work question. with what we got. Great question. Thank you for submitting, guys. Always yeah, you guys, keep questions. the questions coming too. We will be better about putting question boxes up. We kind of always forget until like the day of, and then we have to like go back and look. So, or even like the hour before, we're like, oh, I know. Shoot. We're like, we need to throw questions out. Right. Yeah. So otherwise, if you have some like DM us, don't be shy. Like no judgment. Never no judgment. here. And we're not, we we're not going to say like, oh, Sierra submitted this question. We won't name drop. We always go back to Sierra. Yeah. Unless you're Sierra, then we, we might. <laughs> we'll say Karen. Well, I feel like better. today's episode was so much information we threw out to you guys. Whitney and I learned so much and I'm definitely taking a lot of this information, soaking up and like reflecting on where I need to be and the direction I want to go as a person. And we encourage you Literally to do that too. Same. And I mean, I feel like it when you sit and really think about it and reflect, it affects your whole life. Absolutely. Which is pretty wild if you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And the information we share isn't, we're not like pushing on you or making you feel like you have to, but we are just like providing that information, letting you guys do what you need to do with it and take the pieces that you want. But I, I will say Whitney and I have both admitted, like we have been in our full masculine energy before and we are on the path of being in our feminine energy, our goddess era Sometimes sometimes it's so hard too, especially yeah. like the newer stages of dating or the beginning stages. Well, and, you want to control things. Right. I yeah, I feel no. I feel like very much so. So yeah. it's kind of hard. It's like kind of a foreign, foreign topic. Yeah. Like the words aren't wording for anymore. 
for me anymore. I'm so tired. I know Whitney's but, like over here yawning and I'm like, we got to wake up Whitney. Yeah. We need to like start figuring out how we can record during the day. Cause these nighttime like podcasts, I'm like over here yawning and like ready to fall asleep and it's just no. not no bueno. It's all good. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys. Thanks for tuning in with us. We appreciate it. Also, if you have any friends that you think would love this episode and learning about this, send it their way. We would love that too. And like, let's get this knowledge out there a little bit more. Yeah, let's educate. Self-awareness, baby. We love self-awareness. So hot. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. See you next week. Until next week.